Welcome everybody to Mr Beauty IQ the podcast. I'm your host Matthew Tankard and I'm your co-host Edward Gates. So Eddie, I feel like we need to put out some fires immediately. This is the Beauty IQ Uncensored Wednesday bonus episode that usually has Joe and Hannah talking to celebrities. Now they've got you and I with no celebrities. So can you please plead our case to the listeners as to why we're here? Absolutely, Matthew. Um, To whoever's listening, thank you for getting this far into the podcast already. My name's Edward. I'm a video editor at Adore Beauty. And I'm Matthew. I'm the podcast editor at Adore Beauty. I will start this sentence by saying this. I am not worthy, nor could I even if I wanted to, tie Hannah or Joe's bootlace. They are the epitome of professional, fun, loving, kind, wonderful people. You've got Matt and Edward. We're two people that work behind the microphone usually and behind the camera for a reason. Yeah, big time. So what this podcast is going to be is us documenting the beginner steps into skincare from the perspective of men. Uh, We're going to be doing four episodes. With hope to extend. With hope to extend, yep. Uh, But what about today's episode, Matthew? Let's go through it. What are we we talking about? Well, you and I get to know each other a little bit. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then we're seeing Sam from Advanced Skin Technology. She's doing a skin scan for us. Yeah, a bit nervous about that one. Yeah, so we're going to be learning about our skin types and most likely the damage that we've done to our Mm. skin and the products that we didn't know we needed. Gee, sounds like a great episode. It does, doesn't it? It's really important to note as well. We're talking about the beginner steps into skincare because we are beginners. Like we, you and I know nothing about skincare. I would say that we at least use SPF, but to be honest, not really. Like I put on sunscreen if I, if it's like a really hot day or if I'm going to the beach and I feel like there'd be a lot of men out there that are in the same situation as us. Oh yeah. Heaps of them. Big time. What Eddie, what do you say? To the men listening to this, this is their first time listening to a skincare podcast, first time consuming skincare content. Yep. What would you want to say to them to keep them listening? Yeah, I would say, hello. And what took you so long? But then I'd apologize. I'd tap you on the shoulder and say, mate, great to have you here. I know a big, bustling, burly bloke like you, it's probably not easy. You could be listening to your Joe Rogan. You could be listening to your Slim Shady, but you're listening to Matt and Eddie. You're listening to a podcast called Mr. Beauty IQ. That takes balls, my friend. And Eddie, I sent you out on an assignment regarding this very topic, didn't I? You did, yeah. Um, there's no, It's no... Look, it, to those listening, you'll probably be able to tell, but it's no surprise that I'm more of the social kind of person in the group and I'm kind of friends with the everyman, whereas Matt kind of likes to hide himself away in his bedroom, you know, crying a million tears, writing in his journal. Uh, so, so if you could just introduce the segment. Yeah, yeah sorry, yeah. continuing. Um, so I went to footy training this week with my team and I took a recording device and I actually recorded myself secretly asking all my teammates different questions about skincare. Let me tell you, Matthew, some of their answers may shock you. Blackie, do you do any skincare in the morning? Do I do any skincare in the morning? Yeah. Absolutely not. Why not? I don't know. I... If, if there was a way to learn more about it, would you be open to the idea? Absolutely. Now, you're probably the best-looking guy at the club, if you don't mind me saying. Do you do a second best? Do you do anything uh, for your skin, skincare-wise? Do you exfoliate, moisturise, cleanse? No. Nothing? Nothing. Mate, we're all friends here. You can tell us. No, I don't. Sunscreen? Do you ever use sunscreen? No. Oh, jeez. Why not, do you reckon? Uh, too lazy. Not a lot of greens on that plate there, big fella. Because I already ate them. Oh, convenient story. You're going to eat one of those chipsy. Yum, yum. <laughs> What stops you from putting SPF on every day? It makes my eyes water. Okay. But if we could find you an SPF that doesn't make the eyes water, would you be more open to it? Yeah. Okay. All right, leave it with me. Thank you. What would you say is your number one tip you would give people 
about having good skin? Skin. Like skincare. Do you have a skincare routine? No. You don't? No. Um, how many behinds? One. Hit most. Two. So three goals, one behind? Yeah. Now, here's a question for you. When you get out of the shower after a game, yeah. do you use any moisturiser? No. What about at home? Yeah, no, I don't moisturise. Okay. What do you think of blokes? What do you think of blokes that do? I think if it helps your complexion, yeah, why not? I'm all for it. You play very well as a footballer. Yes. Well, Tough as nails. Yeah, allegedly. Again. But you know, the biggest opponent for a lot of us is. Uh, the UV rays. Do you wear sunscreen often? Look, generally I find, I, I in the past I have used a UV moisturiser, uh-huh. so I moisturise with UV. Do you moisturise usually? I don't, only after I shave. So okay. when I have a shave I put something on. Um, I find the UV blocking moisturiser very heavy. I'm, I'm quite an active gentleman. Yep. And I find that the sweat and the moisturiser, it, it gets very heavy and it sort of tra- feels like it traps the sweat so if we could, face. So if we could find a lightweight kind of uh, happy medium for you, you, you'd potentially get back on board? I would definitely get back on board. Something that's that's not too fragrant, something that is is easy and light to go on my skin and that I don't have to think about for the rest of the day. Mm, shocking, isn't it, Matthew? <laughs> very, like... very disappointing, my teammates. Well, no, it actually sounds really familiar. Oh, yeah, yeah, right? no, it's very endearing in a way. <laughs> yeah. um, but I see a lot of myself in, in, in those blokes. Well, yeah, Eddie, how does skincare relate to you personally? Yeah, look, Matt, I've had a lot of vanity and uh, issues with myself since probably the age of two. Yeah. <laughs> and um, 90% of those um, probably relate to a physical appearance and yeah. if you want to break down that 90%, I'd say at least 80% of that 90% is related to my face. So yeah, um, what would the ten percent? I got a long arms, 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 you know, small other things. I remember I got quite a few insults as a child, um, given things that, looking back in retrospect, had I probably used skincare, I probably could have avoided some of these insults. Okay, so if you're saying that, why do you think it's taken us this long to get into skincare now? Great question, Matthew. First good one you've asked today. It's it's really a case of for me, I just haven't got around to it. I'm pretty inexperienced, however. During the ages of probably 15 to 18, I um, had acne quite a bit in high school and I really, really liked the Clearasil. I liked those little patches you put across your nose and it pulled out the blackheads. There was one you could get at, um, I worked at a Richie's for uh, almost nine years and there were some great times and the discount wasn't as big as the Door Beauty. You only got 5% off staff discount, but they used to have these little three packs. So it came as like a cream, a cleanser and some little serum, and it, it came in a little kind of pack where you got them all together, and yeah, it, it did okay for me. But I think what I was, what this is where I was a bit of a trendsetter, Matthew, using tea tree oil and eucalyptus oil on the face to get rid of acne. That would literally burn it off. It would burn off a little bit of skin, but you dab it on. And it was always a great way to get rid of acne. Yeah, nice. But mm. I think as far as now is concerned, you and I both have zero skincare routines. Yeah, nothing. But that's awful to hear about your teenage years. Teenage years can be tough for everybody. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And it brings me to a memory I have of when I was 16 at Frankston Beach. And this really good looking guy who was a peer of mine, you know, him, Morgan, I won't say his last name. And a, uh, two attractive young ladies came up and asked him for sunscreen. And he said, no, I don't have sunscreen. And he said, Eddie does. And I could tell they were so disappointed because they weren't really interested in sunscreen. They were interested in Morgan. Talking to him, yeah. Yeah, but then they had to feign interest. So this is... Let me finish. Then they had to feign interest in 
um, talking to me. So, but you could tell I didn't even want the sunscreen. So I had to. I was probably waist deep at this point. A few sandbanks between me and the actual shore. Had to walk with them silently to the shore, give them the sunscreen. Said, "All right, we're done here." And then um, back into the water I went. Things don't really change, hey. So that was you as a 15, 16 year old getting people's attention by having access to skincare. Yeah, but stuff. I didn't even ask. No, for no, that. no. And now you're a 25 year old man, and you're on a podcast. Talking about, <laughs> talking and about you know, I hope, I hope those two young ladies are listening and realizing <laughs> maybe they should have approached me instead of Morgan. But look, I'm really excited for this. I'm under no illusion of what we have to do here. There's a large population of men that really don't seem to know a lot about skincare. And look, if we have to be the guinea pig, the martyr, to get that going, fine. For sure. I do think we should probably learn what we're doing, though, uh, because they have given us this podcast, and I have no idea what to be doing with these products that we've been sent. Here's one that's I'm just troubling me, Matthew. Yeah. Everyone talks about it's simple enough with, like, cleanser, moisturiser, SPF, I guess. I think that's the order. If you do that, you're usually safe. Yeah. But then we get all these other things, like we got these serums, like vitamin B, vitamin A. We got retinol. We got facial cleansers that are, like, three in one. We, we got, got these hyaluronic acid masks. Yeah. Well, that's very interesting. That's what I want to talk to Joe about, because I was going to say, I thought a mask was initially a literal, like, those ones you can buy at the supermarket. Yeah, that you face put on your face. Yeah, Is it not that? It Apparently not. I've got a Ferrero device, which is a little... Um, Oh, yeah, the, like yeah. A, yeah, like looks like a golden stitch a and you rub it into thing. your face yeah. and that's a mask. That's a mask. Yeah. Why don't we call Joe? We can do that. That's Joe, a good call, Joe said actually. we could do that. Yeah, yeah. So for those listening, um, Joe, not only is she our boss, she'd probably be, I don't know, I can't really speak for Matt, but she'd probably be the, after my mother, the closest woman in my life. So let's give her a call. <laughs> <laughs> she did say we can call her whenever, so I'm going to take her up on that. All right. Let's give it a go. Hi. Joe, 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 it's, it's Matt and Eddie. <laughs> I saw that, yep. Hi, how can I help? We just wanted to give you a quick call just to ask some real basic skincare questions because Eddie and I are at a real loss as to how to order these products. Okay. You know, Joe, I've got sent serums, masks, moisturizers, which uh, don't get me wrong, I'm very grateful for, mm-hmm. um, but, but where do I begin? So we want to make sure that we're layering thinnest to thickest. So when it comes to your products, I know that that's a little bit vague, but when it comes to textures, you just want to make sure that what you're applying is thinnest to thickest. So you want to go serums or like water-based stuff first, the really thin stuff, and then you'll go in with any creams or masks and then any oils that you guys have received, you'll put on top of that, or you can mix it in with the creams. But you want to keep any acids and retinols to the evening because they can make your skin a little bit more sensitive to the sun. And then any vitamin C's and antioxidant stuff in the morning, because that's when you'll benefit most from those kind of ingredients. And are we gonna are we gonna have an issue? Because I know that from the research I have done, the a basic skincare routine is cleanse, moisturize, SPF. Mm-hmm. But Eddie and I, we've only got four episodes. Don't get me wrong, we're really grateful for the four episodes. <laughs> of more, more than enough, but may, maybe more if it goes yeah, well. Yeah, maybe. We'll we can we'll talk about that later. <laughs> but if it's only going to be four episodes, we want to do everything. So are we going to have a, a reaction if we're putting on like retinol and like a whole eight-step skincare routine? Yes, potentially. Okay. So just okay. be mindful of not overdoing it on the acids and the retinols because that's really what will get you into trouble. Your things like yeah. vitamin Cs and hyaluronic acids and, you know, different moisturizers and SPFs, won't impact your skin that much in a negative way. But if you overdo it on the acids and the retinols, that's where you'll strip everything off and we'll be in a difficult position. Can you tell us from one beauty IQ host to really another couple of beauty IQ yeah, hosts? Because yeah. we are contemporaries now. We are equals now. now. Yes, um, we are. What can we do to ensure that the existing fans aren't going to hate us? 
Because um, you got to remember, a lot of them are going to listen thinking this is a bonus set with a celebrity or something and then they get, you know, Matt and I. I don't think you're going to get any hate. I would warn them that I'm going to come after them if they give you guys any negative reviews because you're just two pure souls and I don't want to see you get hurt. And that's coming from the top. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and that's and coming from the top. Order. Yeah. So yeah. I, yeah, I think you've just got to make sure the content's relevant. Yep. you just got to, you know, be stay grounded, be one with the people. And of course. Yeah, you'll be fine. Okay. Well, on your end, Joe, as a female talking to two males, if we can speak honestly and earnestly for a moment, what do you or what do females really think of guys that have not only a skincare routine, like, you know, maybe a bit of moisturizer, a bit of SPF, but guys that like actually have an eight-step routine? Is there something taboo about it? If you're on a date with a guy, for instance, maybe he's, you know, a video editor or something like that, and um, <laughs> and he tells you that he's got an eight-step skincare routine, uh, what would your reaction be? Well, I think I'm probably different to the masses because I would froth that and I'd be like, yes, oh my God, what are you using? Like, tell me everything. A lot of girls might find that a little bit odd because it's not the norm. Right. But I think it just shows that they care about their appearance. They care about their skin. They care about their health. Mm. I would see it as a good thing. But I would also think who's he dated before me that has put him onto all this skincare? That's what my that's where my brain would be going. But I don't think it's a negative thing. Okay. I just I've been thinking a lot and Matt you were saying this last night. Many women will say they want Superman but walk past Clark Kent every day. <laughs> I don't know what that means. <laughs> so that that's a perfect segue um, to the next question we have. Is it? So okay. So this is Mr. Beauty IQ. Yes. Beauty IQ obviously meaning the podcast and Mr. meaning you too. Men. Yep. Yep. Um, but we couldn't help but notice that it says Mr. Beauty IQ and not Mr.'s Beauty mm. IQ. And mm. Eddie and I have taken that on as, as a, a bit of a challenge. Who do you think out of Eddie and I is Mr. Beauty IQ or can become Mr. Beauty IQ? Who's got the most potential? Look, I think when we came up with that name, it was it was more elusive than that. We weren't trying to crown one of you as a, a pageant winner. Yeah, interesting. Well, maybe we could, you know, at the end of the... Um, yes. We just thought, okay, so whoever can become Mr. Beauty IQ by the end of the show, uh, the winner gets to go on a date, you said, yeah, with, with Joe and Hannah. Yeah, and okay. maybe we could, you know, go get dinner and maybe <laughs> then get a few drinks after, just see where the night goes. <laughs> yeah, okay. Okay. That's okay. So that's all right. You've you've heard it here first. That's real big. That's big news for us, Joe. But I have a real basic. It's, it's probably a really stupid skincare question, but I feel like lots of others would have it as well. Because I don't ever put skincare products on my face. If Eddie and I start doing that now, are we then going to become dependent on those products? I would say, with any good thing, yes, you probably will become dependent on it. So there's really no going back from here. But I think that's a good thing because you're just taking better care of your skin for the long haul. But the long-term benefit of that, as you guys will see in your skin scans, is that you may end up aging better because of the commitment that you make now while you're in your 20s. Right, yeah. I never sense. thought of it like that. It's like, it's like how if you commit to a healthy diet, mm-hmm. if you then start having whiz fizz, you might yeah. um, get yeah, If you start eating whiz yeah. fizz for breakfast... Yeah. You pro- it's yeah, not going to go down well. Yeah. yeah. No, I fully see skincare as like an, an investment and I'm happy to yeah. spend money on it because of that. I know what yeah. the rewards are going to be. Well, thank you so much for talking to us, Joe. And you said we can call you whenever, right? Yep. Put me on speed dial. Send me any photos. And we'll pencil in um, a date at 
uh, yeah. the SP. Yeah, SP, or maybe we could go to Circus or I Two Wrongs or something like that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. I've already. It's unfortunate for you, Matthew. I had already bought tickets uh, to see the matinee and night show of Harry Potter and the Cursed Child. And I bought three tickets, one for me, one for Joe, one for Hannah. I tried another one for you. What happened? Well, they, they give you a limit of you can only purchase three. So you could come along, but you'd probably be sitting somewhere else. And <laughs> I bought these a few few weeks ago so as well. So sold out the show. Unfortunately. Yeah, so. Okay. yeah next <laughs> but, uh, so We'll see what happens. Okay. All right. Well, thanks so much, Joe. Thanks, guys. Isn't Joanna just literally one of the best people in the world? She would be. Look, if we were in high school, I can imagine, this is how I imagine it would have gone and we're in Joe's year, all her friends would be so, so, so horrible to us, but she'd be the one that would be going, oh, guys, leave them alone. You know what we should have asked her? We should have asked her about the body wash that we use. Yes, when she asked about the three, in, when we were talking about the um, three yeah. and one. Yeah, because you've been having a bit of an issue oh, okay. with the body yeah. Well, was no, 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 because the same thing actually happened to me a few years ago. You didn't tell me this. Well, I mean, well, I was, was feeling isolated with what happened yeah, to me. Yeah, well, well, we had quite different experiences. We can go into yours. Oh, in a okay, mine yours. was quite basic. I just had, I was using a real basic body wash from Coles. Right. And I got ringworm. Oh. Yeah, well, it's not a worm. It's like a bacterial infection. Oh, that's So I get like a little weird circle on my chest and I was recommended the soap. Your, or the the body QV, wash, QV. The QV. Everyone, dermatologists recommend QV. I swear by it now. Yeah. Yeah. So do you want to run us through what happened to you? Sure. Um, basically, we were using this, I'm not going to say the brand because out of respect to them, I know uh, it's probably a good brand, but just didn't really congregate well with my skin. And I was using it. And using it and, you know, shower. Didn't bo- work well with all of your skin? Or just but let like- me finish. So you use a body wash and your your body's the biggest part of you. Um, <laughs> I so, would say the mind is. Right. I'd say the heart. So anyway, I was washing myself with this uh, body wash. Yep. All good. You know, getting, doing what I regularly do, paying more attention to some areas than others. That's all I'll go into with that. Use yeah. your imagination. Um, and felt a little bit of stinging and everything was fine. I thought, okay, that's just that happens sometimes. I uh, woke up the next day and, um, yeah, I had a bit of a reaction to it. Where I had the reaction or the places I had the reaction, they varied from, you know, just torso to, you know, uh, parts that weren't the torso. <laughs> yeah, and uh, with that, that, I think we'll get into the, the interview. <laughs> So we're here with Sam from Advanced Skin Technology and Eddie and I, for the first time in our lives, are going to get an understanding as to where we're at with our skin um, and the potential damage that we've suffered from years of neglect. So we really appreciate this. Thank you. What are we going to be doing today? What can we expect to learn by the end of the session? Well, really today, I think that we're going to be, you're going to be learning anything that you possibly can to get you started with looking after your skin because it is such a new thing for you. Today's all going to be about basic education, right. learning what it is that's happening in your skin and really getting an understanding of why using skincare every single day is going to be really beneficial for you now but also in the future as well. What I'm looking at here can only be described as uh, half a astronaut helmet mixed with a 3D printer. What exactly have you got here to determine the health of our skin? How you describe that is perfect. It really does look exactly like that. This is one of the state-of-the-art facial images. It is a camera 
And what it does is it takes images of your skin, but it uses different lenses and different filters so that we can not only see what's sitting on the surface of your skin, but also what's happening in the deeper layers that you can't see. What it is, a lot of the time, we're looking for warning signs of what may happen in the future because there's a lot of changes that often happen in our skin that we don't start to see until years and years down the track as you start to age. Yeah, okay. And do you find that people usually have a skin age relatively close to their actual age or is there, is it usually quite far out? It can really vary. So that is one of the things that this device does as well. When they formulated or they designed this machine, they took images and data from thousands, tens of thousands of people throughout the world. And so what they do is they compare your age and the type of skin that you have with everybody else in the database. And then what it can do is with that comparison, say how true is your skin to your chronological age. So that's how it works. I'm a bit of a history buff myself. Um, On July 4th, 1776, um, Thomas Jefferson actually said, all men are created equal. I was wondering last night, is that the same for skin? If you have two babies born in the same, let's say, city, uh, both men, do you reckon they both have the same skin from the get-go and then it gets affected or just genetically are some people different? One of the things that we do know is that there's a lot of different things that change the skin as we progress and get older, but a lot of that is lifestyle environment dependent. So about 20% of skin, if we talk about ageing, for example, um, only about 20% of that is due to genetics and then everything else is environmental. And once you determine your skin age, is there something you can do Benjamin Button style to reverse your skin age or is it really just a matter of maintaining the speed in which it continues to age uh, from where we're at? A little bit of both. I think you are so lucky to come into this industry at the time that you have because there is so much that we can do. How much can you reverse it really depends on how advanced your true skin age is, but there's certainly things that you can do to improve it. And what would be the leading cause of premature aging skin? 100% number one UV sun exposure. Yeah. So would you say people living in higher UV climates like Australia would suffer from premature aging skin a lot more compared to other countries? Definitely, which is reflected in our incidence of skin cancer. And that's one of the things to be mindful of when you do this is the true skin age is being compared to people that have been analysed all around the world. And have you found, like, obviously skin concerns would be unique to each individual, but are there any broad differences between male and female skin health? Absolutely. It's quite interesting. Male skin characteristically can be thicker in texture and in skin thickness, and it can be more oily because of the difference in hormones. So testosterone and androgens can really drive the amount of oil that's produced in the skin. So male skin often tends to be a bit thicker and a bit oilier. But what often happens then is because the skin can feel a bit more oily, often they report it as feeling tacky, shiny, Mm they're more hesitant to put product on. And then what they have found with research, actually a really good paper that came out in 2012, is that because of that, often men then don't feel as inclined to use skincare. What that does then is weakens the barrier. So the topmost layer of the skin, easiest way to think of it, it's like Glad Wrap. It's a really tough waterproof layer protects us from the environment, chemicals, pollutants and so forth, but also locks water and moisture in the skin. So that tough waterproof layer can become quite weakened in male skin, especially if they're not using skincare. So even though it can be thicker and it can be oilier, what it means is that men often then don't look after it with skincare as often, and then that does weaken it long term. All right, great. So I think we're ready to do the skin scan now. So how are we doing this? 
we're going to take three images, one from the front, one from the left and one from the right. What you'll hear is a click. And then after that click, you'll see three quick flashes. So if you're Good feeling luck, comfortable there, you'll hear a click and three flashes. Excellent. All right, that's a super high definition photo of my face on the screen. Um, so what are we looking at specifically here? What we probably want to get into more so is looking at your wrinkles. So if you want to have a look, we'll have a look at that. Really great. So you can see just up here, they've highlighted just a few tiny little wrinkles oh, wow. up on your forehead. If we then look at your texture of the skin, this is where we're looking at the smoothness. Often this can be an indication of hydration as well. Really great. So we're also looking at these scores here. So your percentile, for example, is in the 80th percentile. So that means out of 100 people, you have a skin texture better than 80 of them. Oh, I'd say that sounds about right. Eddie, yeah, wouldn't okay. you think? S settle down, mate. you still got a long way to go. Uh, Sam, what's next? Don't be stupid. <laughs> so next one we'll look at is pause. Yep. This is what I was thinking. I reckon I've yeah. got something going on with my pores. Now, pores can be really tricky because there are so many people that are really conscious of having what they consider to be open pores. Often what tends to happen is... That's where your oil has to come out of to get onto the surface of the skin. If you produce a lot of oil, often the pore is a little bit bigger to allow that to come through. But pores can also look bigger as we age, as the collagen, elastin, and all of those fibres that support the skin break down as we get older. What can happen is they break down, that opening sort of tends to widen. Mm. So let's have a look at them. And again, really great. So, is that say at 92%? I'm in the top, mm -hmm. I'm better than 92%? Yep. Cool. All right. Better than 92%. Yeah, so, you're doing really, really well. <laughs> and again, though, it, the thing to remember with pores, if people do have a concern with them, is that if they have a more oily skin, it is normal to have pores. Yeah, cool. All right. So, are you ready for the next one? Is probably the one that gives yep. everybody a little bit of a. Um, well, yeah, I can see a preview of the percentile, so it's not looking not looking good. Yeah, no, it's not looking good, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> when we were talking before about the effect of um, sun exposure in particular yeah. and how, you know, a lot of that ha damage actually happens when we're kids and then it sits under the surface. We often don't see a lot of that damage and then as we get older it starts and the skin thins, everything else becomes a bit more irregular, a bit more slow, it's more obvious. Yeah. It doesn't look pretty. It Are you ready? Yeah, okay, here we go. The whole image, anybody that oh, looks no. at this doesn't okay. look pretty. Yeah. Oh, my God. Oh, Jesus, Maddie. T, I am <laughs> sorry, my friend. Hey, that's is, awful. This is exactly the reason why it's so worthwhile Jesus. to have a skin scan because even though you don't have concerns of breakout or oiliness, yeah. it's God. all of this stuff that's sitting underneath there that we need to address. Um, should we announce what your percentile is for that one? I think we should, yeah. Eddie, do you want to do it? Yeah, so Matt's in the bottom 11%. Of all people. So that means 89% of people. Is it uh, compared to people my age? Your yeah. age? Yeah, 89%. Wow, really? 89% of people are, have less UV damage than I do. Mm -hmm. And this is exactly why it's great to do this because yeah. now yeah. you see the reason why when we make suggestions. Yeah. The best time the best time to plant a tree was 20 years ago. The second best time is right now. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. I yep. said that for yep. myself. Yep. Okay, the next one doesn't look too good either. Okay. <laughs> Brown spots. <laughs> yeah. Brown spots can link to UV in yep. this is more pigment mm -hmm. or the colour in the skin. This can be due to freckles, which again is sun exposure, but sometimes people can have brown spots that are driven by hormones, heat, trauma to the skin. There's a lot of different reasons why we might see these brown spots. And what are brown spots? Like why, why do they show up? Our skin makes pigment or colour to protect the DNA in our cells from sun exposure if you're not protecting it for them. So right. we've got to try and 
reduce how much this is your skin is needing to work. Yeah, because I'm not because I'm not putting on like any much SPF or whatever. That's the skin trying to protect itself. Exactly. It's yeah. kind of gone like, okay, well, you're not doing anything, yeah, gonna, so I'm going to yeah, do it yeah, for you. Yeah, so that one says 9%. So, again, 91% of people have beat me on that one. So. Mm-hmm. so you can see they really, really come together. And this is where it comes into, again, there may not be specific concerns for you, but we need to address this. And then the next one that we're looking at is redness. (laughs) This is, again, we're looking at the blood vessels uh, or the blood flow to the skin. We can see lots of different things with this. Blood vessels also get damaged by UV. Mm. But this area we often have, which we're talking about, the upper cheek and the nose, tends to be you notice it if you get a bit more flushed or hot. It's always the area that gets a bit more red on most people anyway. But they will also break down. Um, these blood vessels when they're damaged by UV. Okay. So this yep. is just another story that's reinforcing it. But again, your percentile is pretty good. Great. And then the last thing that we're going to look at is porphyrins. Porphyrins are bacteria that respond to light by fluorescing. So they glow. Okay. These porphyrins are things that everybody has on the skin. Bacteria is really normal. It's really important to keep our skin healthy. But these particular bacteria like to feed on our oil. And so we often see more of them accumulating where we've got more oil production. Okay. So it's really good to help us determine our skin type. So you don't really have an overly oily skin, but when we look at the left and right profile, this is where we can get your true age, skin age. Okay. So are you ready oh, to do... Why is it doing this? Oh, still on that. So we'll click on the true skin age and yeah, we'll get it to it. analyze. Oh, wow, wait. 25, that's my age. Yeah, wow, I was not expecting that, 25. So wow. All about maintenance and keeping it going. Yeah, yeah. So with the UV damage that I have, how will that show itself? Like will, I, will it come out in wrinkles and dryness or...? Well, a lot. So yeah. what it can come out with, definitely wrinkles. Yeah. Our UV will break down the um, collagen and elastin, a lot of those fibres within the skin, and it will do that a lot quicker and it will make it harder for those fibres to be renewed and replaced. And so you will definitely start to see more wrinkles as you get older, possibly then more looser skin as well. It can also then show as that mottled pigmentation. So that brown freckling that isn't overly obvious now, that can become more obvious as you get older. The redness in the cheeks may become more obvious as well. And what can also happen, that upper layer of the skin that's really protective, is that that can be a bit, get a bit thickened. And eventually, if you're not having the protection that you need, is that those cells can become permanently damaged and eventually lead to possible skin cancer. Of course. Well, Eddie, let's do you. All right. Thanks, brother. All righty. Yep, so going to rest your chin there. That's it. So eyes closed, mouth closed. So you're going to hear a click, three flashes. Oh, God, I'm already looking ahead at the... Pause and UV spots. I already have, mate. Oh, jeez. It's worse than you, mate. Is it? Okay. So, yeah, a little bit lower in the percentile, but, again, it's only really just checking the forehead. And remember, sometimes wrinkles as well can look more obvious if the skin's lacking moisture. So textures looks really good, so really high for texture, so nice and smooth in the 92nd percentile, which is fantastic. Pores, again, really interesting Um, when we're looking at pores. 9% 9% yep. in the ninth percentile there. So That's really, really normal. As we said, men tend to have more of an oilier skin normally. He didn't. <laughs> no, but you know as well, can I tell you though, sometimes yeah. <laughs> um, an oilier skin can, if it's looked after well, age slower. Now let's look at UV. Oh, 
I didn't oh even prepare you God. for that one. I'm sorry. Oh, you and I are the same though, presenter. <sighs> I mean, what do you say about that? The thing that you've got to remember as well is that a lot of this damage does happen with wiki. All right. So we'll look at brown spots and again, very similar. Red areas we'll have a look at as well. Really good. Yeah, a bit of acne here and there. Yeah, a little occasional breakout, but that's okay. Now, this is another one where you might find a bit of a difference is the porphyrins. You're saying that we can see those visible pores mm. and you can see that fluorescent orange yeah, right, is much more obvious nose. than what it was in mats. Yeah. Got a little bit more oiliness around the nose area. Again, really normal for male skin. Ingredients like niacinamide is great to mattify the skin. Okay. Just help to balance out that sebum or that oil production mm -hmm. without stripping the skin. Yep. Okay. Fantastic. Okay. You've given me a lot to think about here. Let's find out the age. Okay, you ready? Oh, 23 years 23. old. Well, look, this has turned out to be one of the better days of my life. Once again, I've bested my friend, Matthew Tanker. I think you've both done really, really well. Well, we definitely both have really bad UV damage. Where, What steps do we take from here? Like, what can we do to start correcting that? And this is the great thing, is that you're starting from the start, but yeah. that's okay. And skincare, I think, is to remember... It is for everybody and it can be simple. It, whatever you do to your skin, it needs to fit into your routine and what it is that you're prepared to do because consistency is the key. Right. Yeah. What I would probably recommend first and foremost is environmental protection. So we're talking about sun protection for both of you. Cleaning the skin regularly as well is going to be really important. But then often what it is, once you've cleansed the skin and you've protected the skin it's all the workhorse in between that's going to bring about the change and what skin type did eddie and i end up being how are we able to determine that skin type there's lots of different things that we look at but skin type we are really mostly looking at oil flow or sebum and so you can either be dry where you're not really producing a lot i'd probably say that you're probably more on the dry side really yep. um, and then combination is if you have a bit more of an oilier t-zone and drier cheeks I'd probably say, Eddie, you are. So I'm dry, your combo. Um, so what ingredients do we need to use to work with those different skin types? So I think the thing that we want to think about is giving you things that are quick and easy to do and that feel comfortable on your skin. Yeah. And so texture is going to be really important and how easy things are are going to be really important. One particular ingredient that I think would be really great for you is plant-derived enzymes. Okay. Plant-derived enzymes, if you think about it, they almost boost or supercharge your UV protection. So I think that's something that would be really great to look at having you use both morning and nighttime. Okay. Vitamin C, again, works in a slightly different way. It's what we consider to be an antioxidant. A lot of the time what happens is we have things called free radicals that break down a lot of the structures within the skin. Free radicals are made from pollution, from our diet, stress, UV, and so when we give our skin antioxidants, they help to, again, limit that damage that happens from free radicals, especially from the environment. So that's also something that we can be including in your routine. Okay. And then last but not least, I think if you really wanted to do it, is you could look at something like I mentioned before, niacinamide or vitamin B3. Yeah. I find, not to generalise, but a lot of men love this ingredient because it is slightly mattifying on the skin. So therefore, if you are concerned with that tackiness, oiliness, stickiness on the skin, really helps to balance that out. Okay, yeah. And again, so does this help repair the damage that I've already done or is it kind of like setting me up for just like protection? Both. And it's more about helping the body do its own repair. This is where the body and the skin is phenomenal. It's constantly trying to repair that damage because it it knows that it can't let it hang around. Mm -hmm. And so it's all about supporting the skin and encouraging it to repair that damage as quickly as it can and efficiently as it can. Right. And uh, what about me, Sam? Okay. So similar 
recommendations, mm-hmm. plant-derived enzymes in particular, yep. I am cr- I do crush on those as an ingredient. The niacinamide, yep. that's really going to help you with your concern with the pores and that little bit more oiliness that you've got. But combining that as well, as we mentioned before, with a retinol or a vitamin A. The other thing as well, just to add to um, your recommendations too, is salicylic acid can be a really great ingredient. Yep. And I can see you looking at me thinking. Tell me more. Tell me more. (laughs) Salicylic acid is an exfoliating ingredient. Right. And what exfoliating does is it helps to just very gently lift off any surface cells that sometimes hang around and stick on the skin. So we could look at incorporating something like that. And again, in something that is set and forget. But sunscreen has to be reapplied every two hours. Ideally. And for those listening who are kind of curious to kind of, I guess, go through the same experience me and Matt went through today, how do they go about that? Well, probably the best way to do it. The scanner that we used today is called a Vizia. And so if you were to Google Vizia, and look for a clinic close by that has a Vizia is probably the easiest way to do it. Well, look, um, I'll go first and say this is the first day of the rest of my life. I cannot thank you enough for doing this and saving me, Matthew. Yeah, knowledge is power. I want to thank you. I also want to thank Joe for letting us do this podcast because if we didn't do this, we would have no idea. So we're really grateful for this. Thank you so much. My absolute pleasure and I can't wait to see in a few months' time how your skin's looking and feeling. Well, that was quite humbling for us, Edward. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's intense to see the damage happening to your skin that you can't even see that's happening below the surface. Yeah, precisely, Matthew. It actually reminds me of that quote. Uh, the greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world that he did not exist. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the holy that's water. That's from then. the uh, movie The Usual Suspects. Yeah, okay. Well, let's talk about the holy water then because this is our products we didn't know we needed. Holy water. Um, we're going to start taking the advice from Sam from Advanced Skin Technology uh, for our skincare routines. We'll talk about that in the following episodes. But these are just some standalone products that we've already been using and noticing positive effects from already. So, Eddie, please, go ahead. Your product you didn't know you needed. Yeah, and that's the thing, Matthew. The segment is called Product You Didn't Know You Needed. And that's implying that my life is better off now for having this product, which it is. But let me say something, Matthew. If I had my time again... I would not change a thing because every action in my life have led me up to this moment here where I'm doing a podcast for Adore Beauty. I'm doing it with my best mate of 10 years who loves me so much. So to anyone who looks down on me for saying, oh, look at you, how you didn't look after your skin before this, shame on you. Shame on you. I'm trying my best out here. Now, I'm getting off topic, but the product that I didn't know I needed is the AM1 Anti-Aging Moisturiser. Um, by Patrick's. I've been using this pretty consistently over the last two weeks um, in the morning and at night. It's a moisturizer for all skin types. It's got hyaluronic acid to hydrate the skin and minimize fine lines, uh, creatine to promote collagen production for firmer, smoother skin, and squalene to help brighten the complexion and improve elasticity. Now, that's the technical mumbo-jumbo. But, Matthew, you know what I really like about it? Yeah, give it to me Give it to me straight. Yeah, I'll give it to you bloke to bloke. Yeah. I put this stuff on. Yep. And I'm just shining. I really am. I put this moisturizer on in the morning and I feel a million bucks. And I just look at myself in the mirror and I say, yep, okay, you can do this today. Okay. Not to mention the fact that it's actually doing good stuff for my skin. Yeah. Aesthetically, it looks like a little UE boom, yeah. uh, which, is quite, which is quite cute. I, I think, you know, if you've ever got company coming around, you can say to someone, oh, look at my moisturizer. It looks like a UE boom. That's a good conversation starter. Yeah. You get so much out of it for a 50 ml bottle. I'm really happy with this one. Recommend to anyone who just wants to get into moisturizing. 
AM1 Patrick's Anti-Aging Moisturizer. Yeah, can't say enough good things about this one. Yeah, nice. Um, I chose the Kiehl's Facial Fuel Energizing Face Wash. It says it's a gel cleanser for men. Now, what? When do you? Where do you put that in? Is that so, like just when you're? It's a showering? cleanser. Well, oh, oh, it's a cleanser. Okay, yeah. So I mean, so yeah, I have been using it in the shower. So what it says here is it's got caffeine in it to stimulate the skin and it reduces the appearance of under eye puffiness and it also has vitamin E to neutralize free radical damage. Um, and we were learning about free radicals in our skin scan just then, but I don't think. You or I have a proper grip. On I've what always been a bigger fan of the new radicals. Yeah. <laughs> Wake up, kids. We've got the dreamer's disease. I don't really know how to explain it. So they, they sent quite a few face washes. And this is definitely the one that leaves like the most, I want to say, refreshed feeling on my face out of all of them. Like it really wakes me up with this like cooling effect that it has. And as you said, one of your insecurities about yourself that you tell me a lot is you've kind of got these rings under your eyes. And yeah. as you mentioned, that targets it. So yeah. hopefully in time that will get rid of those little blemishes on your face. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So these are really exciting. It's going to be interesting because we've got a whole lot of these cool products here, but we're also going to now start implementing the routine that Sam's given us. Yeah. Um, we'll keep you guys up to date on the products we're using every week, Yep. which ones we stick with, which ones we think maybe put them maybe put them back of the drawer for a little bit go to the adore beauty page message any questions you might have about male skincare we're going to be going through all of them um and addressing them on the podcast but eddie yeah i think we're probably ready to wrap up there yeah yeah yeah, yeah we're done let's go watch the uh, friends reunion <laughs> oh well that was a fun one matt it was really good don't forget to subscribe to the beauty iq uncensored stream leave a review and tell your friends and let us know any questions you have about men's skincare 